Hello, hello everybody. Brian here, quantlabs.net. Today is January 12th, 5.16 Eastern Standard Time. So in this podcast, uh, it's the first of its kind, uh, specifically for 2023. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about Tesla, doing a deep dive forecast for Tesla. Um, this is basically, I'm going to go through three separate reports in this podcast and voice only. I might put up um, one of my older analysis that you would kind of see if you're a follower of mine on uh, Seeking Alpha, um, which Seeking Alpha just didn't want to get any, would not approve of any of my Tesla analysis. So here we are. All right. So as I said, there's the old way of doing my analysis, but there's a new way. Um, I'm not going to show the reports, but um, publicly, uh, but what I can do is I can divide up these reports in numerous ways. So there's fundamental analysis, technical analysis, behavioral analysis, government, if there's any uh, interesting government data for Tesla, uh, comparison between, let's say, other similar stocks. I'm going to take a look at options data, dark pool uh, and shorting, quantitative analysis, uh, analyst analysis and options, insider trading, and also I can do a forecast. So this is what I can do with each and every stock out there uh, in the U.S. And it gives you a very deep analysis and, and a very convincing way to know if it's time to invest into Tesla. So right now, uh, I don't care what your view is of Elon Musk or Twitter or whatever. Um, if you're into uh, getting returns uh, on investment, whatnot, uh, I would definitely consider Tesla. Uh, one thing that a lot of these analysts and so-called uh, activists are not considering is that Tesla are releasing some major new product uh, coming out, namely the uh, trucking rig. The uh, That's a big one uh, that will probably revolutionize the trucking industry. We also have the Cybertruck as well. Uh, when you look at Ford, where majority of their profits coming from the F-150, this is gonna be a major threat to Ford and uh, the F-150 as that excitement builds, if you're a fan of Tesla. The other thing that a lot of people don't realize about Tesla is that they do batteries um, and they just put out a new product line for a lot of industrial use for mega packs for, from Tesla. So that can be used by utilities um, for uh, reservation of battery power and whatnot. It's 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 very, very revolutionary. And then there's, of course, that bot that was introduced, that robot, that home robot that was introduced uh, a few months ago as well. So some really interesting things coming out. Uh, also, they got rumor potentially of a, a Tesla phone. When you look at what Elon Musk has done with Twitter, Twitter and why he bought it, uh, I can confirm that he is trying to turn Tesla, uh, the Twitter, into like a everything app. Uh, no, no different than um, what you would find in China with Weibo and uh, how those apps in China are just pretty well the lifeblood for Chinese citizens. So let's get into the analysis. So, like I said, I'm going to first do the uh, old school way, and this is the reports uh, that I can take a look at. Um, Hopefully, when you when you listen to this, you'll see why I don't do so much seeking alpha anymore because their primary focus is on 
fundamental. And as I said, the different types of analysis now that you can do, really fundamental is just kind of like secondary, still important, but very secondary. All right, so let's take a look at the old way of doing things. Um, I'm just taking a look at the, the ratios now, current ratio, quick ratio, cash ratio. So for instance, if you look at the current ratio at, um, uh, actually the cash ratio, so at, at 0.43 back in 2017, it's up uh, nearly double. It has doubled actually. So right there is enough uh, for growth uh, in the past. So they've been a solid momentum with the exception of uh, last year. I could go deep on the fundamental as well by breaking all the different data points, but uh, there's no point to that. Uh, right now with Tesla on the data front, uh, what you can, what I can tell you is on the SMAs, the simple moving average period. Uh, this is the exciting part for Tesla. It's 2.3%. So it's starting to get some positive now. I'm not sure it's long-term, but with this type of analysis, you'll start to realize that this will start to convincingly uh, build a, a user case for Tesla for long-term investment. All right, so on the SMA 20, it's, it's uh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, let me repeat that. It's still negative, negative 3.96%. Uh, SMA 50, negative 25%, SMA 200, okay? So I take that back what I just said. Now, in terms of the enterprise itself, what I call the enterprise, uh, when you look at the stock price back in 2017, Tesla was at $23. For 2021, before that big drop, it was $282. So you're looking at 10-time um, growth over five years, okay? When you look at the market capitalization, same time period, 2017 at $57 billion, and 2021, it was uh, valued at $834 billion. I mean, that's an, almost another 10-time growth over five years. That's just absolutely incredible. And as I said, with the um, continuing new product lines coming out for Tesla, as they uh, diversify into many products, unlike a big stock like Apple, uh, they've uh, probably got a lot of um, a lot of momentum behind them. For those that care, I'm looking at a sustainability rating. It is under performance, uh, so there's that. Now, in terms of uh, things like which is really important is the estimate and guidance. Now this is probably last quarter before the meltdown. Um, so I'm sure that's going to get readjusted uh, in the next few months for, as they come out with it, I'll probably be able to tell you the exact date, but we're just working off the last estimate here from Tesla. So the revenue that they project is 112 billion for next year, 148 billion for 2024, 197 billion for 2025, and continued uh, buildup for 2026, 182 billion. Now, when you factor that in, I've done at least 30 separate companies in the fall uh, last year. Not many companies of this size are able to have this kind of growth if this guidance still holds when they readjust it. Um, even Apple, Google were not able to maintain this, but with the product lines coming, this is probably what um, they're depending on. And then you may get sustainable growth uh with tesla and and maybe just maybe might be the perfect time to dive into um tesla 
So here's the important things that I'm able to track as well. These are now recommendations from other analysts. So we're dealing with uh, roughly close to 30, okay, on trading, trading view. All right. So if you like, you look at the breakdown on a monthly basis for uh, for Tesla, you're looking at a buy. Okay, majority are buy. Okay, and or neutral. Very few are putting a sell there. Weekly, a buy. Uh, strongly again. Uh, daily. Now they've it's been update upgraded to strong buy. That has to do with um, the recent pop with the inflation. Bitcoin went up 7% alone today. Uh, it's pretty exciting with this kind of reversal. Um, this could be a game changer if you want to make money from Tesla. Okay. So there is that. Now, what I'm looking at now is the Fibonacci support trend lines. Now, from what I'm seeing here back in October 2020, uh, or sorry, October 21, uh, Tesla hit $400. So now it's just hovering uh, over 100 bucks. Okay, I'm just looking at it visually here. So can Tesla give you four-time growth in a very short order of time? Now, when I look at the same run-up of Tesla between, uh, let's say, roughly third, like the fall of 2020, uh, Tesla was, was under... $50. So you're looking at an eight time growth over one year. Okay. Now, will Tesla continue that kind of growth? It's quite possible with the new products that I mentioned. Okay. So again, um, it's pretty exciting times. Now I'm looking at the MACD for Tesla. It has been hammered down on the MACD line is now down to negative 20. Uh, so it's still got a bit of room. Now, my opinion, I think the bottoming process is done. Uh, I'm looking at also the uh, Tesla RSI, Relative Strength Indicator. Uh, when I look at the Tesla, it did go as low as 20. So anything below 30 is considered oversold. So when you look at Tesla being under 20, and currently it's about roughly 40, I don't know, but it's just coming into that prime valuation at 50 to maybe start taking some entries and entries quite a bit. Um, from my perspective, I'm looking at the data prediction using Monte Carlo, the AI now. I'm seeing a lot of overwhelming, uh, a lot of predictive paths pointing up, okay? Also, same thing with uh, normalized distribution. I'm actually seeing some uh, tail risk there on the right, uh, which is indicating some extreme up moves, but clearly on the distribution, I'm seeing a lot more intervals on the right side of the last price. Okay, so continuing along. Okay, this is a really important one is regression. Is also, now this is a 30, uh, a 30 timeline. Now, from what I'm seeing at the current price, it may hit, may hit just below $200 over the next 30 days if the, um, if it continues. So already you're seeing some very strong indicators here. Now, this is another big important one when it comes to Tesla. So 
uh, it can be measured over um, over the price and the declines all of last year in 2022. And it, it you can see the bottom in the what I what's basically called uh, the shorting volume versus total volume. So over that decline, it was well below 50% of trades uh, as, as, as it was being knocked down in terms of the price. More people were buying into, there was more longs piling in uh, into uh, in the Tesla. I'm going to say about 55% of those trades were, were longs, but they may have taken a bit of a climb during that time period. And it has peaked over 50%. So the shorts has peaked a bit over 50, but it is dropping. So that's kind of important. Now, this is another important one. I'll get a better idea on this. Um, a lot of selling was going on in the, with insider activity among all the executives. That includes uh, Elon Musk himself. He was saying he was doing that for charity. Uh, apparently, he sold off about 5% one transaction. This is going to charity. I, I think it's just part of his way to fund Twitter. Twitter, if it does get turned around, it will be a long-term play uh, for them. But uh, they're probably, if looking at how Tesla has, has been innovated um, in terms of SpaceX and what they've done there with the massive amount of rockets and the uh, contracts that they picked up. One thing uh, with SpaceX to build back uh, Elon Musk's wealth is is uh, the satellite company um, that he's going to spin off, and there's definitely going to be an IPO there. Uh, that's called Starlink, and that's going to be a retail satellite. Because right now, I mean, that's how Ukraine is able to um, communicate to the outside world uh, with this invasion on Russia. So that's how important Starlink is for a lot of the West. All right, so that's going to be another big play. And I think Tesla will, just, just on the product lines alone, I think will bring back Tesla. All right, so there is that. And I'm going to get into now the newer reports. And again, these kind of reports I'm talking about are not going to be uh, shared online publicly. Um, they will be um, shared privately with my members. I'll talk about that towards the end. And um, yeah, it's just going to show you the value of, of these reports. So basically what I'm seeing here uh, on these new reports are a couple things. So right now on the price, it's $123. Uh, as far as I know, on the last uh, quote here. And again, uh, date January 12th. All right. So here I'm seeing the volume definitely build. A lot of downward, uh, we'll call it red. But what the thing is, since um, late December and now in January, there's a lot more volume, definitely building. But I'm seeing more green in that volume. That's on the price. So there's more longs piling in for sure. Now, in terms of uh, there's a management team I can talk about over at Tesla. Um, you know, they have a new chairman, Robin M. Denholm. I believe uh, new, I don't know if it's all new, but it seems there is some executives kind of maintaining Tesla. All right, so let's get into the fundamental analysis. Now I could, I could go deep and deep and, and, and repurposes for 
uh, seeking alpha, but even if I did, they won't accept this article. So I'm not going to waste my time doing it. Um, but here, the, the gainers will be you, you folks uh, listening to this and those that get access to this report on Tesla as well, my uh, paying members as well. So let's talk about um, uh, the fundamental analysis. So right now, on the revenue side, this is interesting. Uh, right now, there's about 10 analysts currently looking at Tesla. Now it's up to 29. Um, I mentioned that. And uh, there, there is some, these analysts are, are, are looking at next quarter will be average estimates at 26,000. Uh, and then that same volume at the end of this year will be at 112,000. Okay, so looking at that number, these are our average estimates. Okay, so these are current revenue estimates put out by these analysts. Uh, so right now, as I said, you're looking at maybe 26 billion, uh, but what they're predicting, uh, I'm sorry, no, that's current year. So the total current year will be 112 billion for the year. My, my apologies there. Okay, so this is, this is the bizarre thing about when it comes to the stupid sustainability. So we have underperformance rating for, for Tesla, but yet the Vanguard owns 6.7% of Tesla. BlackRock owns 5.4%, uh, and State, State Street owns 3.1%. So the question is, why are these so-called activists still holding on to Tesla, uh, even though the, it, it, for sustainability it has underrating. It's just that's the hypocrisy of the whole thing. I only mention this because it may matter to certain people, but it just you can just sense the the uh, hypocrisy there. Um, I'm looking at the income statement for Tesla, but that doesn't include this uh, last year, so. I'm not going to bother uh, with that. Um, okay, uh, so on to the next one. So that's kind of fundamental. The technical, I've kind of already gone over, but there might be some other points here that you're not going to get in my older reports. <clears throat> one of them is that's really important that I find very dependable is... Um, is uh actually it's not here but uh, other ones uh looking kind of positive um yeah i'm looking at the ad line uh as well and that's just hit above zero so again that might be another way to measure potential um entries uh cci the um is building there as well. Um, RSI I've already talked about and so on and so forth. So now um, I'm looking at EMAs and uh, they are crossing. The EMA 20, EMA 50 exponential moving average are crossing. Similar move I'm seeing with uh, SMA. 
they're crossing as well. And for the WN, the weighted moving average is has crossed already. So we're just hitting that perfect time for potential entries. Now, uh, there's something called behavioral analysis. There is definitely uh, headlines building for uh, Tesla. I'm also um, not for this month. Now, here's an interesting thing. I'm able to see, well, okay, according to Google Analytics, the interest for Tesla is building this month. In terms of where that interest comes from, now this is, again, the type of analysis you'll never, ever get anywhere, really, at least publicly talked about, um, where this interest is coming from. Get this. This is coming in from Hong Kong. It's also coming in uh, between Canada, Singapore, and then U.S. So what do you take away from that? And then, obviously, Israel and Norway. I think in Norway, Tesla is like one of the number one popular brands in Norway. But when with all the negative things that you hear in the West, namely U.S., people don't care. So significant trading volume will come in from Asia, be it Hong Kong and Singapore. Okay? Do consider this. Now, in terms of uh, queries, people are interested uh, not only in Tesla, uh, they're also asking about NEO, competitor. Chinese competitor, um, other, uh, yeah, so Neo, Nikola, um, and that's it that I'm seeing. So that's from the online searching on Google. I, I mean, this is kind of powerful things you get. Um, Tesla had what did peak in 2021 with government contracts and just radically dropped off. Gee, I wonder why because of uh, you know the conservative side of, of uh, Tesla or uh, Elon Musk comes out, right? So, but that's not affecting Tesla one bit. They're not dependent upon government, anything. Um, so also I'm looking at uh, other similar companies, GM. <laughs> uh, GM's been pretty well dead, okay? But I'm starting to see Tesla up until kind of the summer, it looks like, interest of Tesla did decline, but was excessively higher than GM. But now, um, recently, it's starting to come back. It's, not, it's still underperforming against GM. And then you look at other companies as well, like Ford. There's just really no interest in those companies at all. I can measure correlation uh, as well. Um, for Tesla, in terms of volume, definitely Tesla is is definitely exceeding um, any of its competitors. The next competitor I'm seeing may be HMC. Uh, also, okay, so I'm looking at now. Wow, the information you can get is just really really strong here anyways i'm not going to get into any of that stuff but um as i said we go deep now with the options market it did pop in terms of put call ratio recently uh this month for sure um so 
Yeah, so we have some information I can kind of, but there's not a lot, nothing significant yet for options. So in terms of the dark pool, here, here's the interesting thing. Okay, so as I said, with a net short volume against total traded for Tesla, it was pretty high. Oh, no. Um, let me see here. Uh, so short were pretty excessive late December. Okay. So the positions were being built out, but still negative on its negative side of Tesla. But with Tesla uh, building back uh, quite a bit. So what I'm seeing is there's net short uh, is still there um, in last two weeks, but most recently, like probably today, uh, that net short has dropped off. So in terms of the shorting volume, I'm seeing about 60%, but it is dropping for Tesla. Okay, so there's that. Um, Quante, there's not much I can tell you there. Now, I've already talked about the analysis. Um, okay, so I'm seeing the strong buys over, over the last, let's say, month. The highest I'm seeing for buys is quite high. It's over 15. Strong buys is, fair, is above 10, but there's more hold or neutral. But definitely I'm seeing... Analysts saying, well, the cells, the strong cells are definitely the bottom of the barrel in this chart. Now, these analysts can come from, okay, let me put it this way. This is from the institutional. Uh, B of A securities set it at neutral target from 275, target to 135. Okay, so I, I did put that price um, back at, what was it, 121? So, uh, I'm sorry, 123.56, so in around there. Um, so, okay, so now we're looking at B of A security setting up 135 target. Uh, Edward Jones has gone from hold to buy, but no target set, of course, because they're a bunch of wimps. <laughs> Truist uh, has a buy here. They're setting a target. I don't know when this target's set for. For $299, that's pretty aggressive. JP Morgan's a lot more conservative. They put it as an underweight from a target from 150 to 125. That was set back on the third. And Goldman here has put it at wow, uh, a buy and setting a target at 205. All right, so this I'm also looking at our analysts for nothing but. Strong buys, strong buys. That's what I'm seeing all over the map there for the strong buys. All right, so uh, we have the capabilities here to see what the uh, insider trading's revealing. As I said, um, this is where it gets very interesting. So we have the CFO, Zachary Kirkhorn, sold on January 4th for whatever reason. Option exercises were taken here on December 20, 29th. 
why the SVP powertrain and energy engineering, he took a option exercise at two on uh, seven, uh, December 29th and same with the CFO again on the 30th of December. So all I'm seeing are sell, sell, sell back in December, but I don't know, it doesn't, I mean, it's pretty obvious you do a strong buy here. All right, so let me pull up one more um, report. Now this is a new forecasting that I can do here. Um, I'm just pulling up a file here. Okay, here's the forecast that I'm getting, and this is brand new. I've never revealed this at this point. So here, as I said, on the price of Tesla, yeah, it's around 121. Uh, the only one that might be valuable here is, um, okay, yeah, so we're doing two different styles here. We are doing RNN. There's a back test done five steps ahead, but there is an RNN forecast and it's pointing up. And that's over five days. So I think that's pretty good. The other ones is kind of hard to describe, but um, I think RNN would be pretty good. So there you go. That's the analysis. Half an hour in. Okay, so here's the deal. This kind of analysis is really strong enough for capital providers, institutional level. That's where I'm I'm I'm, I'm charging a couple hundred bucks a month, and 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 just so you know, I'm able to generate my last. Uh, I was able to generate over a thousand stocks, six hundred were profitable, and roughly about a hundred of those were double digit returns for January. That's how strong the market is in the U.S. for. Uh, uh, the stock market is very strong if you know to find, even though the indices are pointing very flat growth, but there are ones that are, that are um, very strong double digit. What I'm seeing from those type of stocks are your miners, your oil, not oil itself, but oil infrastructure. That tells me that maybe just maybe the in the U.S., oil production in the U.S. may come back for whatever political, whatever, but may come back because those stocks are starting to pop, some of them. I'm not sure if they're focusing on uh, domestic or for the U.S. or international. But again, I can generate these kind of reports that I just went through and be able to look at news and be able to see what they're doing in terms of uh, major announcements. So that's how strong this analysis is. Um, but like I said, I'm seeing gold miners are pop. I got to know how to pick the right one. I just talked to a guy today and he's going, well, the, you know, it's not so strong. But why would you play uh, ETFs? First of all, I mean, they always underperform, overcharge with their um, management fees and whatnot. So not a wise investment. What I would do is focus on their holdings and figuring out, which is what I've developed here, which are the stronger uh, 
players in those holdings and focus on those, and you'll be able to get very strong returns. I posted a few days ago for my members, basically a uh, about 20 stocks. Some of the average um, daily intraday return for let's say the S&P or any, any of them, S&P, NASDAQ, Dow was maybe half a percent. But out of those 20 stocks, these were, were, were showing 1% intraday. So they were like double. One was, uh, it was at about 4% return, 4 or 5%. So you had 20 stocks that I'm watching uh, that were two, three times better just on intraday alone, because um, this stuff works, and we only want to focus on top of top for for maximum return. Okay, so there's that. Uh, so that's why this this type of service gets very expensive. So if you want to know more, get on my email. It's the quantlabs.net slash books. I give just some valuable tech tools that I use. I can use on Windows uh, for better stock analysis. But what I'm doing here is beyond better than anything I've seen. And um, get on that email. Again, that's over at quantlabs.net slash books. And um, join that. And uh, it's it's really, I'll put it in the uh, description, but it's really uh, critical because as I tell people now, I'm, 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 so, I'm seeing people that want to follow but they don't act. They 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 do their own thing, and they get either really grossly underperformance, or they continue to lose money. The problem is, um, what eighteen thousand people uh, getting laid off at Amazon, uh, thousands upon thousands of people getting laid off at uh, uh, one fifteen percent head ca- head count loss at a Google or an ABC Alphabet subsidiary. I mean, there are major um, job losses. And what I need to remind you, and it's been predicted for years, these jobs are not coming back. And they're not coming back because when you get new tools, AI tools like chat GPT coming out, um, just imagine how many jobs are getting lost because of that. Think about if you're a recruiter. Amazon got rid of a good chunk of those uh, recruiters from a human perspective because, well, AI can do it better um, and can go through the whole process. And, and AI can do a recruiting process. Just as one example, or with a chat GPT, programmers will be highly affected by this. People that do writing and content writing and analysis with this chat GPT AI bot. It is absolutely crazy. If, even if you're in the trading field, if you're doing analysis, chat GPT will, will, and let me repeat this, will replace you. Your careers will be replaced. These jobs are not coming back, okay? And I'm and I'm very serious on this. And you know it deep inside. The other thing is when you look at, um, as another example, we're talking about one company, Tesla, the rig company, okay? They're they're building out self-autonomous trucking. Trucking and the truckers are going to be affected by this as well over the coming years. And just as one example, Pepsi. Pepsi's put in orders for these trucks. So that's the trend we're on. So what I'm saying, if you're in the if you're in a job or industry or a career path, you're you you will most likely get seriously affected by this stuff. So um, 
this is really critical. And I don't think your job or any job will come back, even though the uh, warm and fuzzy PR these companies are putting out there, most likely, even if you get a new job, it won't be safe. Because as this maturity of these products like ChatGPT or whatever else start to really mature and really start to see the effect of it, um, it's it. I would be worried. I would be really worried. Just as another example, someone sent me thank for, thanks to them. I've not posted it yet. I just have not had the time. But if you're a trader, uh, JP Morgan has put out a project uh, on GitHub, a GitHub project on tools and where to get educated on Python, the programming language, Python. And what they're saying, this is going to be the new way to analyze uh, the markets. No different what I do. Uh, and it's going to be a standard now. So when you look at companies like Seek and Alpha, all the old fossils that are uh, relying on dividend income and doing this analysis, Python will set new standards on how to analyze the stock market, okay? You will not be able to rely on what used to be because things are changing so rapidly and will affect so much. Uh, that's just one other thing. Uh, what else can I tell you? <laughs> it's just so much. Anyways, go to quantlabs.net slash books to pick up. Oh, one other thing I want to talk about. Let's talk about dividend income. People are relying, either going into retirement or already in retirement, are very reliant on dividend income. That is very not smart because you are relying on dividend income that could easily be cut. When you look at companies like Exxon, as a good example of this, Exxon had growth back last summer because of oil price. But you can see right in their guidance that they were winding down their growth and moving into value and putting a higher uh, dividend. And why? Because they know their time is coming as an oil producer that oil will no longer be valuable in five years, 10 years. I'm sure you know about the uh, green movement or or the climate change movement. So they know their gig is up. So when you look at dividend income, uh, another great example is Realty. Uh, what's it called? The symbol O. Uh, they are reliant on dividend payout to grow their company. But think about it. Just a company like that, where they're one of the highest dividend, uh, payer, uh, dividend payers out there. Um, and when you look at how vulnerable they were when we had the last lockdown, uh, when we had the virus kick in in 2020, um, what happened to them? They probably lost 20 25% at least on their uh, share price. So again, they're reliant on their dividend income. So when you look at these old guard uh, conservative companies, the companies really taking advantage of AI, that's where the money is going to flow. You can just see it, as I told you, um, based upon the Google analysis I can do with stocks down these re new reports. So it, it, it's, it's getting interesting, but it's going to be heavily, heavily AI now, heavily, heavily built around the Python in terms of analysis, in terms of jobs, general Joe job, it's being threatened and those jobs will not be coming back. That's why they have the thing of the great reset and the basic 
uh, income as well. So you'll have no choice but to get in on this type of analysis and your only growth will be through the markets. Um, and when you look at the wealth, a lot of the wealth is being always, always built through the stock market and just general markets and trading. When Again, when you look at 2020, you look at uh, what's been going on with 2020, everything got shut down. Everything got, real estate got shut down. People got locked out of jobs. Governments had to bail in. How many trillions of dollars did the U.S. government had to bail out? Was it seven trillion or some massive just to keep the economy afloat in the U.S. in 2020? So these are dangerous times. So again, um, this so-called great reset is real. And a lot of people will be put onto UBI, universal basic income, and then you'll be beholden to what, uh, you know, your overlord will be, your politicians. So there's that. So to break away, it's going to be either crypto, and that could be affected as well by the central bank digital coins, or independently from stock market and that's that's where the growth will be moving on so again you want to know more uh to 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 be able to economically survive on quantlabs.net slash books is a place to go and i'm going to shut up now thanks for listening and we shall talk to you again i'll probably do another deep analysis on apple and maybe google or they call it sorry uh, alphabet and see how they do and maybe amazon as well because this 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 type of analysis is really deep. Thanks for listening. Bye.